0: hello guys welcome back to the g show this is the 22nd episode of the g show if you are any new listeners listening i hope you guys enjoy it and tell your friends and family about the g show if you want to follow my social media it's in the bio and today we'll be talking about some nba action that's happened tonight some nfl action well not action but news and some nhl action so yeah guys let's get into the podcast Alright, guys. First of all, I want to talk to the NFL first. Rozovich was a football star and an actor. He died at 7'2 today. Sad to hear him go. He was a really good football player, so uh, recipes. in peace. Rosevich. Um Trubisky is expected to play, even though he had a shoulder injury, and that's huge for the Bears, because I don't think the Bears had a shot to beat the Rams without Trubisky, but Trubisky the play has a better shot with- Against the Rams, and it's a really big matchup this Sunday night. Because if the Bears can win, that kind of secures the North for them, and also that makes the Saints the number one team as they win. That bumps the Rams number two. So pretty big, crucial game for the Bears and the Rams. So I'll definitely be watching that game if you don't want. To ch- if you want to check that game out, that's on NBC. Uh, 8.30 Eastern time on Sunday night. That's the best game of the week for sure in the NFL. Um, You're going to see two future, two um young, good quarterbacks go at, it at each other. It Also, a good run game for both teams. It's good passing and then a beast defense from the Bears and a good defense from the Rams, but not as good as the Bears. So, a good matchup at the end of the day and Really one I'll be looking forward to. Steve McNair, he was an NFL legend. He was a quarterback for the um, Baltimore Ravens. He got praised for his charity um, as Houston's NFL returned. Um, so he's giving away money, which is always good. I know a lot of the bi- billionaires give out money, like Warren Buffett and uh, Bill Gates Give said that Going to give all their fortune away to charity, which is really nice considering how much money they both have. I don't think all of them went half of it. It's really nice because that's a lot of money for charity. So it's it's always good for to see different players support their communities and uh, donate money to charity. Even if you could do it, it doesn't matter what size you do it, how much money you give away. It's always nice to give back to community. And then Eagles linebacker apologizes to coach for choke remark. So I guess uh, Eagle, Eagles linebacker for to choke a coach. That's pretty scary. I'm surprised they didn't even suspend him or anything. Um, maybe that was just a spur of the moment thing. he was just frustrated. But, I mean, if someone's starting to choke you, I would take that pretty seriously. Because, you know, these are grown men after all. They could easily choke you out. So just scary stuff I think these days and how these how kids are growing up now I feel like they're definitely more violent they know a lot more violent things and they're just more violent people than I think ever so not not a good thing for the NFL not a good message to be sending towards the NFL that players are now a player threatening to coach that's not what the NFL wants at all And that's why I'm surprised they didn't take action against the Eagles linebacker. But I guess they figured it's not worth the time, even though I think it probably is worth the time. And a former All-Pro linebacker, um, Robertson, dies in a limo crash. You know, how about all all these deaths every day? And car crashes and all this stuff. And it's like, why? I feel like we could be so much safer on the road than we are now. It's kind of scary to the point. Um, Isaiah Robertson was killed when the limousine was driving skidded on a rain-slicked curve on a dark road East Texas highway. It was hit by two other vehicles. The T- Texas Department of Public Safety reports the crash happened about 10 p.m. Thursday on Texas Route 198, about 50 miles southeast of Dallas. A DPS statement says the limousine driven by Robertson entered the curve at an unsafe speed by the rain for the rainy conditions, veered off the road, and skidded out sideways before coming to stop partially on the road. A pickup truck following behind hit the limo, knocking the limo in the southbound lane where it was slammed by an oncoming car. Robertson 69 was taken to by hospital in Athens, Texas, about 20 minutes away where he died. The truck driver was treated for minor injuries and discharged. The other car driver was unhurt. Uh, if you want back um career, Los Angeles Rams drafted him from Southern USC the first round a 1971 draft, and he made the Rams through 78, then played from 1979 to 1982 for the Bills. He still had a, still, he, he had a good... Um, Good career, oh, allows the NFL, and then some legends like Jack Youngblood and Eric Dickerson reacted to it. Says Rip Isaiah Jack Youngblood said Rip Isaiah Robinson came into league together. We pray for you. We miss you. And Eric Dickerson said heartbroken to hear about the passing of NFL NFL Rams legend, my good friend Isaiah Robinson. Isaiah was such a good man. saying and his family are in my prayers obviously a loved guy, a respected guy in the league, so just really sad for him to die. And you hear about big people dying all the time, so it's just really sad to hear that. And the last big NFL story of the day is um, the Jets um, on Lee gets suspended for four games for substance abuse. Darren leaves the linebacker. He had a disappointing season, took another grim turn Friday. Uh, as Darren Lee has been spent four games for violating the league's substance policy, especially in effectively effect immediately, ceases Lee's season over. It'll cost t- $325,000 in game checks. And Lee's is eligible to turn to the roster December 31st, the day after their final game. Lee is a first-round pick who showed improvement this season. After two underwhelming seasons, he leads the team with three interceptions, including one for a touchdown, and he had to be lobbying for Pro Bowl votes on social media. At times, Lee has displayed immaturity. He was deactivated for a game last season because he showed up late for practice. Due to 2017, Lee got into a heat argument with his girlfriend as a musical festival in New York City and had to be pulled away from the altercation by teammate Leonard Williams. The NFL the incident caught himself full and decided not to pose this so kind of a fiery guy in the fact that he argued with his girlfriend and his teammate had to step in and pull Lee out by Leonard Williams. That's really sad. You never want that on your team. I think the Jets should just get rid of him. I mean, he is a bad guy, and he's already showed problems. And if he doesn't shape up, you should get rid of him. Cause you can't in the league you can't be tolering that. Cause he's a grown man. He should know. He should know a lot better that he shouldn't be, you know, arguing for me and then doing drugs and stuff. He just seems like a bad person. But that's my opinion. What do you guys say? Do you think this guy? I mean, I think he'll still stay at the Jets. But do you think uh, Darren Lee should be gone, or you think he should? Be able to keep his job as a, um, as an NFL player. I personally think he should be God. Now we're going to transition to a big night of basketball, a lot of upsets. The Charlotte Hornets, who are 12 and 12, beat the Denver Nuggets, who are 17 8, 113 is 107. Big upset there. Um, Juan Her Gomez had 15 points for the Denver Nuggets, while Kemba Walker had 21 points for the Charlotte Hornets. 76ers got it done against Detroit, 117 to 111. The Sixers at 18 six, uh, no wait, 18 and nine, and the Pistons are at 13 10. Jimmy Butler had 38 points, six rebounds, six assists. Well, Lake Griffin was the league score for the Detroit Pistons with thirty-one points, twelve rebounds, and six assists. Sixers didn't play a beat and they still won, so a good one for Sixers. The Or um Indiana Pacers beat the Orlando Magic 112 to 90. Balbon Nobon Bogdanovich had twenty six points for the Pacers and Eric Gordon has had a nice season so far as twenty points. And 14 rebounds for the Orlando Magic. Pacers are a good team. You got to watch out for them in the East. Be a big threat. And over time, the Brooklyn Nets somehow beat the Toronto Raptors. Who are 21-6. 106-105. Nets are now 9-14. So really shocked. Big, big win for the Nets. Uh, Kyle Lerner had 32 points for the Raptors, and D'Angelo Russell had 29 points for the Nets. Russell was a Laker two seasons ago, so he has definitely matured since he was a Laker. Uh, the Cavaliers lost by um, 19 points to the Kings. Kings are 13-11, and the Cavaliers are 5-20. Darren Fox had 30 points for the Kings, while Alex Burks was the top scorer for the Cavaliers at 22. The Kings have been a surprising team this year, but they have been playing some good basketball, so I was excited to see a bad team do good. Um, The Bulls beat the Thunder 114-112. The Bulls are now 6-20, while the Thunder are 16-8. The top scorers was Laurie Market who got back from injury had 24 points and Russell Westbrook had 24 points as well. Um Bulls are a good young team, but I think they need another guy before they can be legit. It by be legit, like not an like an NBA finals contender, but like a playoff contender. Um the Memphis Grizzlies keep winning and they beat the Pelicans 107-103. The, Pel- uh, the pelicans are 13-14 while the memphis grizzlies are 15-9. Later shows league score for memphis with 19 points while Anthony Davis was the league score for the pelicans with 25. Uh Lakers lost to the Spurs really surprising 133 to 120. LeBron James to what 35 points though. LeBron always does damage even though even though if his team loses. Lamar Rose with 36. So yeah, I mean, it just proves how good LeBron is. This team could have an awful game, and he'll still score 35, 40 points. So that's a real testament to him being such a great player. And then the Heat beat the Suns 15 to 98. The Suns are now 422, and the Heat are 10-14. Justin Winslow is the top scorer for Miami with 20 points, and DeAndre the league score sixteen points. My uh um uh, not my Phoenix is just too young of a team. They just gotta get a little order, cut kind of a couple guys, and I think they'd be a really good team. Just wait to next year. I think they'll be a lot better than they are this year. And then the star game of tonight was the Warriors and Bucks. The Warriors won 105 to 195. The Warriors are 18 9 and the Bucks were 8 Clay Thompson had twenty points. And Giannis Adonacupo was a league score for the Bucks. Um, Giannis has been killing it this year. I mean, he could be the Eastern Conference final, uh no, not Eastern Conference final, Eastern Conference MVP, I think. Him or Joel Embiid, guys, they both have played some really solid basketball. And I would hate to be on the other side of that. So good stuff from um these NBA teams. And also now I'm going to be talking a little NGA men's basketball. As you could tell my other podcast, I do like to talk a little bit about college basketball, GMU BJMJ sixty-six fifty-three, Uh not even a close game, 13 points. So easy win for J GMU TCU got it done against UC at USC, 96, 61 pretty easily. TCU was actually really good at basketball last year, so they just fallen off a little bit. And then a game tonight at eleven o'clock central time is number six Nevada versus um, number twenty ASU. That's on ESPN two. If you want to go check that out, I for one will not be checking that out. I will be going to sleep. So right after this podcast, so I am not going to be watching that game. I'm already dead tired, guys, if you can't tell. <laughs> um, and then the last sport i want to talk about today is the uh, NHL. The Hurricanes are tied at the Anaheim Ducks. Tw- uh, this uh, Second submission, um, Bishop and Silverberg have the scores. Um, Silverberg has the score for Anaheim, and then uh, Bishop has the score for the Hurricanes, um, both are above 500 teams, but obviously Anaheim Ducks are a better team. And then a good game is the Stars and uh, Sharks. Uh, Couture and Cade score for San Jose. And Harrison, Jan, Mark, and Richie Rich, scored for the Stars. Stars one three two. Stars are now 16-10-3, while the San Jose Sharks fall to 14-11. Bishop at forty one saves and Jones at only twenty seven. Um the Blues, St. Louis Blues won one nothing against the Winnipeg Jets. Kinda surprised necessarily how well Winnipeg is doing right now. Um, just um Steen goal led to shutout versus the Winnipeg Jets, so the one player had a good play. All good for good for um St. Louis. Even though only St. Louis is ten thirteen, so not really a competitor at this point. And the last game of the night was a blowout. It was the Edmonton Oilers versus the Minnesota Wilds, seven to two, Oilers won. Uh for Minnesota a Falingo and Ned Arita were scored and Chesno, Dredson, Cajun, Connor McDavid scored, run Ryan McNett D-Nurs, and Hopkins scored for um Edmonton. So an easy win for Edmonton. Edmonton's a good team this year, and Minnesota still have their issues, so they really gotta figure out that before they can be an elite team. And also I heard about a little bit about baseball that uh Phillies are kind of pulling out of getting Bryce Harper at this point. Because they already got all these guys. So, um, Bryce Harper's the big free agent. Also, Manny Machado. And they saw him signing yet. they're going to be offering... And they're going to be getting big contracts. So, kind of tough for um, any team to really get them, But says the White Sox are on top of his list. It'd be huge if he went to White Sox. Because if he went to the White Sox, he could really change the White Sox around. And also the Nationals are like, well, we we offered him a max deal. And he obviously wanted out of it. He didn't want to be a Washington National anymore. So Nationals are definitely not going to be as good as they were. Kind of shows that he just, I think it was good for him. He probably needed a new change of scenery. I mean, he did well, don't get me wrong, but I think that if he were able to go to a team that wasn't winning, I think he could really benefit them. So I think the Reds, White Sox would be great for, for him. And then the other side of it is Manny Machado. Um, We don't even know where he could go. I mean, he's going to get big money because he helped the Dodgers go pretty far. But still a team, a team's registered, but he still hasn't pulled the trigger on any team yet. Um, apparently his last Instagram story confirms we're signed. But I don't know if you guys follow me on Charlie, You have to verify that yourself, but I'm not sure. The Orioles had to get rid of Machado because they knew he wasn't going to resign. And also the fact that they knew they were going to get draft picks for him. So it was really smart. Uh, really smart for uh, Ball War to get rid of him. But it does say that Philadelphia is going to try to pursue Nate Machado, even though they got all these guys. So maybe it would be a Philly. Who, who knows? I uh, we don't really know yet. We don't really know if Bryce Harper is going to go. These are all just assumptions, guys, but we could assume that e- either one of these players are definitely going to be getting max contracts, like 400 mil possibly t- for 10 years kind of contracts. So, yeah, really big contracts. But, I mean, they have the talent, so it's worth it, I guess, for a team. Um. So, yeah, guys, that's really all I want to talk about. Sorry it's a little shorter, but... I'm tired of filming so late. I know I didn't time up perfectly. So if you enjoyed the episode, if you were a new follower, I hope you guys applaud this episode, favorite this podcast, and tell your friends and family about it. So, yeah, guys, thanks for tuning in. I'll see you next time on the G Show.